Welcome to Snack Circle. I'm Jordan. And I'm Marin. Grab yourself a snack and let's hang out. Hi, guys. On this episode of Snack Circle Pod, we are talking about siblings and the the rumors, the stereotypes, the unnecessary pressure that is put into your birth order as siblings. Only children. I don't know what to say to you. (laughs) Well, we're going to be, I think that's one of the stereotypes we're going to be talking about is one of the points is about only children. Okay. Just kidding. Stay on. (laughs) Stay on only children. Sorry, we lost you. But Jordan is the oldest. I am a middle child. And we do not have the youngest dynamic here. So sorry if we speak poorly from you, but I am very close with my little brother. And so I do feel like I can speak for him. Yeah, we have things to say about the youngest for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Like I have lived with him. I did live with him for uh, 22 years. True. And we both, I feel like we both have a good also grasp on, we both have brothers and a sister. Yeah, so like we have both. Yeah. We just have never been only you've been an only child for like 18 months, but yeah, my mom actually okay, this is a revision because one time on this podcast I said that I was 18 months older than my brother and my mom called me and said that we're 20 months. So sorry, I was 2 months off. <laughs> Wait, that's literally Paxton and this baby. They're going to be 20 months I know. Apart. I saw that. I was like, "Dang, we're a literally the exact same so t so i do not remember being an only child but there is video and photos of me as an only child and i seem very happy i don't know and you're like i do have the embedded memories i (laughs) I seem i seem really calm at that time yeah (laughs) all right so we're gonna be going through 17 stereotypes about birth order experts say are a hundred percent true so we're gonna Uh, be we'll be the judge yeah we will be the true judge all right. So number one, firstborn children are leaders. Jordan, do you feel like that's true for you? Do you feel like you're a natural born leader? Okay. I don't think firstborn children are necessarily leaders. I think for firstborn children are feel like a deep desire to do things right. And also are bossy low key, like really because I don't know if I'm like a leader but I do want things to be right and I do kind of want to boss a little bit <laughs> I mean like you you have to be a little bossy to be a teacher because I just tell children what to do all day yeah you literally are in charge of bossing teaching them everything like telling them how to do things no, they literally. know nothing <laughs> <laughs> I I have yeah So I feel like it's kind of true. Like I see where that's coming from, but I don't know. I guess like, I don't know, maybe kind of. Yeah. Do you feel like your sister's like a leader? I feel like Serena is leading something. (laughs) Like she is, (laughs) she's taking the charge. I don't feel like she's been like the typical type A leader. Like, she's definitely not type A. Like, she's very carefree, very, like, free-spirited, last minute. Mm -hmm. Like, 
creative and growing up I always kind of felt like I was more of like the this is how people need to do things and I am bossy and this is what you're going to do but she is bossy like she definitely has her way of doing things and I don't feel like it's always like the typical firstborn leader where they like want to be good and right like I feel like Serena is more so just like this is how things are done in my brain and you should do it if you don't you're an idiot but I'm not gonna make you like that's kind of Serena's vibe yeah okay okay and yeah I actually so I think that's not that true yeah I think that and Serena's four years older than me so she definitely had like like she remembers being an only child she like knows but when we look at home videos she is definitely like bossy and like a leader and just like she speaks for all of us and like she's like telling she's like Marin say your name is Marin Macedo you're four okay she's like this is the line yeah she's like the narrator of the whole thing and I just think as we grew up and like being four years apart like we didn't really go to high school together like we barely went to college together like I feel like when we were like in our teen years is where you know and but you're also just like a teenager and you're not your sole focus is like your friends and it's not about leading your siblings you know like you kind of get your own life so maybe it's like when you're younger yeah so that way right I definitely I think that's true like you get older and you just kind of stop bossing I mean I still boss my siblings around a lot they would definitely say that but definitely in home videos like my brother was like significantly larger than me. Like I was a very small child. And so like, literally I would be like, baby Drew, get the door. And he would like open the door for me because he was like stronger. And I'd be like, pick this up for me. Yeah, like you're always so tiny. And he's like, like my so living much- muscle. <laughs> and then also Aww. like he, we would ride in the mini Jeep. Like we had a little mini electric car. And like he would I wasn't strong enough to like hold the gas down so like he would hold the gas and I would steer like you know I was really telling him what to do and people I think thought he that we were like this exact same age but really like he was a nugget so he really I don't even think had thoughts in his brain like he was just like I gotta do what she's telling me yeah like she's like I am so small yeah so I don't know I think the bossiness is true but leader maybe yeah it says they tend to be highly motivated and achievement orientated. And I don't feel like my sister is someone who is like cutthroat and like needs to achieve, like needs to like get all A's and graduate like top of her class. And like, she has goals and she's like an amazing artist and she like has a career that she likes and she's always done those things, but I've never looked, I kind of feel like I'm more of like the achievement orientated person like with school and all Mm -hmm. of that and but so I don't know if that stereotype is right I think you can have a personality outside of being the oldest child like you can still have things you enjoy you don't only have to enjoy enjoy like leaving having the best career and all of that yeah oh shoot what Wait, can you see me? Yeah. 
Okay, it just said that I was signed out because my account is signed into another device, which is true, but it oh. didn't log me out. Like, I'm still on this, so I don't know why it said that. I'm like, someone hacked you. Whenever you say no, wait, it's... I'm literally terrified. I'm like, there's a ghost. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, it's because I was on my, like, work computer Zooming for parent conferences. Okay, um, sorry. Back. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to read the, should we go back and forth on reading them? Yeah, we can do the back and forth. Okay. So stereotype number two is middle children seek attention. Marin, your middle child. What's your thoughts on this? I do kind of feel like this is true because I always felt like growing up, my sister was like closer to my mom because they like would read the same books and watch the same shows because she was four years older than me like she was yeah. obviously more mature than me and I felt like they had like more in common sometimes and then my younger brother was like the baby and like like I remember when we were all going to college like when I it which took like my ACTs like I signed myself up for the ACTs my like parents didn't even know like I went to take them I like came home with my Chipotle and they're like where have you been I'm like I went and took my ACT they're like oh how'd it go I'm like good <laughs> and like for my brother like my mom like signed him up for the ACT class like she like reminded him to go like she applied for scholarships for him and I was like iconic I'm really out here doing everything on my own like I'm like an independent them, woman yeah I'm like hey what's the credit card number I'm signing up for the ACT I'm like applying to college and they're like oh here you go and so I always felt that way growing up that I was just like I did have a little bit of that middle child syndrome of like I'm just forgotten about no one cares about me and um so I do feel like I always kind of had to be like the jokester or like get the center of attention in some way or like yeah but it said this is where you might see the second child rebelling or being very competitive I feel like I can be a competitive person but I was never Mm -hmm. rebellious like I feel like my sister was more so the rebel than me growing up. Like I really followed all of the rules. I would like, if we both did something my mom didn't like, I always broke first. Like Serena (laughs) would lie and I would be like, I cannot do this. Like I have to come clean. And so (laughs) I feel like it's partially true. Yeah. Yeah. My, so my brother is the middle child, but he we always say like he does I mean he loves attention but I don't think it's because he's the middle child because he doesn't have middle child syndrome because he's the only boy Mm. and so I feel like when when you're the only gender in your family like you're the only sibling that's like the gender like obviously no one's forgetting about you like Drew, Drew really had his own thing going on like he had very like you know like special relationships with our parents like I don't think he has middle child syndrome at all, but he does like attention. But I think that's just innate. Like he's just a ham. Yeah, I think that's true too. Because my um, little brother was the only boy for a long time until my mom married Roger. And now I I have two stepbrothers. And so then Nick like wasn't the only boy anymore. But I mean, for 11 years of his life, he was and... (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah. that's a good place to be the only boy. 
Um, number three, youngest children are more relaxed. Do you feel like <laughs> that's true? No. My sister has never been relaxed a day in her life. I mean, she's relaxed in like the way that Gen Z like lays in their beds for like 48 hours. Like she really can do that, but she's not. No, she's very much like hyper competitive and wants to be the best at everything she does. Is is Nick relaxed? Nick, your brother? No, I know. Yeah, this is confusing no. because my little brother's name is Nick, if anyone did not know that. And my husband's name is also Nick. My husband. My husband. Do you know him? Um, oh. my the person I'm married to is also named Nick. And so it's kind of confusing. But um, no, Nick is not a relaxed person. He I mean, it's so funny because like I see so much of myself and my sister and him and my mom like it's just really funny but I think Matthew like my youngest of like when we became a blended family like the last of five Matthew seems pretty chill like he's like okay I'll do whatever like we yeah like Roger and my mom got married when he was six or seven and like we really just treated him like a baby for such a long time like and he's pretty chill um like he has goals and he's very ambitious but yeah he's kind of more relaxed than I feel like my brother is my brother can get very he if he sees something that he is passionate about he will make it known and he is not chill about it he's like very type (laughs) eight yeah um, he's a two on the Enneagram, but I feel like he can swing to an eight very quickly. And my sister's an eight. And so I just have a lot of aggressive energy around me and I'm a seven. So it's like, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. But this says last borns can actually be more independent as their parents have been there, quote unquote. Like, oh, I've already raised kids. Like, yeah, like you can stick your head in the toilet. You're fine. Like, I feel like my mom was like that with all of us. Like my mom was just like a very chill mom and like, um, and so I feel like we never got that like chaotic, fearful energy from like, you know how like some parents are just like really worried all the time and like makes kids so stressed out. I feel like my mom was always so chill that I really feel like she raised Serena the same as she raised my brother. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, number four, firstborns are particularly anxious, and I'm like, yes, what that one? Yeah, there's something about a firstborn and feeling like you have to run the show of your family, and like I'm like, if I take a day off, this entire family will fall apart. That's not true. Like everyone in my family, like, like runs their own lives, but there's, and especially around like the holidays or like a birthday's coming up. I'm like, if I do not plan everything for everyone, then this holiday will be ruined and we will do nothing. And I like make the family like sit around and like pull up their calendars on their phones. I'm like, I will make the reservations. 
But if we want to see these movies, go to these dinners and like attend these parties, we need to talk about it now. So yeah, I think that that's true. Like there's for me, at least for sure. I have like all a lot of anxiety about if I don't do this, no one will. And I don't know why, like I have very present parents who would do yes. it, but I think yes. they're like, <laughs> and let's my let her. are like capable. Yeah. yeah like, let's just let too. Jordan. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like I made my brother's graduation announcements. Cause I was like, what? No one's going to do I it. I made my brother's graduation announcements. <laughs> Stop. I was like, no one will do it. And like my, I think my mom would have. But like every year, like I'm the one that's doing the Christmas card. Like I really, I'm like, I have to. And like, I don't, someone would do it, I'm sure. But I mean, I do feel like there is like, I don't know what it is about being the oldest where you're like, I run this family. (laughs) I think Serena has that feeling too. I like know for sure she does because there's been situations where she has said to me like, I just I have to it's because I have to do this or it's because I didn't do it and I'm literally just like you are not in charge here I am like (laughs) I literally feel like there have been times where I have felt like the oldest in that sense because I am just more of like the Martha Stewart of the family and like Mm -hmm. I am very just like a little more high strung than my sister like a lot more high strung Mm -hmm. than my sister and she's just like more chill but I just am like more attention detailed and she is like big picture creative but with social dynamics of our family I feel like she feels like if I don't do this it'll fall apart like she feels more anxious about like the social stuff and I feel more anxious about like the practical like like I made mm-hmm. my brother's graduation announcement and like she wouldn't do that yeah she's like you're fine you don't need a graduation announcement you know like so yeah exactly for sure for sure um middle children are neglected <gasps> do you feel neglected I no, like I know my I think I am the favorite of the family, honestly. I'm like, I no, I like I'm the queen. No, I I I feel like growing up, I would have said I felt that way, like my needs weren't met, or like I'm just the middle child and no one cares about me. And I don't really know where that came from. I think I'm just a very independent person. Like I was saying, like. I didn't need anyone to like help me apply for college. I never asked for help on my homework. Like my dad would help me with my math homework growing up. That's just because like I cannot do math to save my life. And he was just like amazing at math. But I really would like, like I always felt like in high school or even elementary school or middle school, I really was like, I wouldn't tell my parents about like projects I had or anything. Like I really was out here on my own, like in fifth grade, making a whole map of the United States in my bedroom at 11 (laughs) PM. Like, and I just think that that's how I am. Like, I would rather kind of do things on my own and like have my own Mm -hmm. personal time and not have to deal with people's opinions on things. And whereas maybe my siblings did ask for help more but I think I internalized that as like my parents don't care or whatever where as like I kind of was just very independent maybe 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, my brother is not neglected. But again, like the only boy, I'm like this man had a lot of attention. Actually, for a long time, our lives revolved around around this man. <laughs> the kind of still does. We're like when his flight was canceled and he couldn't come in to like come in for Christmas and my sister and I were like sobbing in the truck and he was like why are you guys so upset and we're like because we're obsessed with you um <laughs> and he's like stop so no this man has never he has no middle child syndrome he has no issues and we're also like very close in age so yeah like, I kind of always felt like we were kind of on the same the same page and then it's my sister who's like the baby you know significantly younger yeah than me and and pretty younger than her him so no okay number six youngest children are coddled and let me tell you I do feel like that's true in my situation is 1000% true I both of my younger siblings were coddled and I don't know if it's because I was like we need to coddle them like they're never gonna make it on in this world but maybe so like to this day I'm like okay like when my brother graduated college like my parents and I toasted to like raising him (laughs) we're like (laughs) and then like all the time we're like oh yeah Natalie like we're raising Natalie like truly I'm not that much older than either one of them but like the the babies are coddled by everyone. Like they're the last one. Yeah. The last no, chance I, of the family. Yeah. This says parents of younger siblings recognize how quick these baby phase, this the baby phase passes and may regret rushing their older kids through milestones. Like it was kind of saying earlier, like oldest children are anxious because their parents are like, you're supposed to walk at this age. Why aren't you walking? You're supposed to be eating solids and you're supposed to be doing this and this and like kind of more high strung as parents. And then later on, they're like, just be little. Like you don't yeah. need to do a single thing. And I do feel like my sister and I do talk about this where we feel like my brother is definitely, like he is the youngest and he was the only boy for the first 11 years of his life. It's a tough and- combo we I think me and my sister baby him I Mm -hmm. think that my mom babies him and and that's not meant to like be offensive but it's just like we are like I think I less baby him because we're only like two years apart and I've just kind of always looked at him as my equal but I feel like Serena and my mom literally are like Serena and me like my mom is like Serena raised him like me and (laughs) like my mom was obviously very involved like (laughs) They literally like that's our little boy, and I'm just like, okay, like he's <laughs> an adult. He's okay. No, he's no. doing fine. Yeah, like the way they talk about him, they're like, we really need to do this, and I'm like, he literally has a child of his own. <laughs> he's married. Like, he yeah. Job. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, the first time my brother had a cold, like he was married, moved out of the house, and he like got a cold. <laughs> my mom freaking okay me like this is my middle child syndrome where I'm like I freaking have a cold and I don't tell a single person I'm like oh I'm not feeling too well she's like oh I'm sorry my brother she literally sent like um a humidifier Vicks vapor rub (laughs) like Theraflu she's like she's like care package 
she like sends a care package to their apartment and like I'm just like <laughs> you're like it's a cold <laughs> yeah I'm literally like okay so like literally no one does anything for me after I have my stomach cut open to have a baby <laughs> no <laughs> no everyone was amazing for me and everyone loved me a lot but oh my I just gosh thought it was- that's like the perfect no, that's example. So true. Mm-hmm. If my 1, mom is thousand percent be offended. <laughs> um, okay. Youngest children are more outgoing. I think they are than the oldest. Yeah. Like in most cases. Like my both of my siblings are more outgoing than me, but definitely, yeah, my my little sister is. Yeah. I feel like my sister could like talk to a brick wall. Like she's so talkative. But if you catch her in a wrong mood, like it will literally be like, she's going to bite me. Like I cannot approach Mm. this woman. But my brother is very like happy go lucky, chatty. And I feel like I can kind of be a good balance of both of them. I do feel like I am a a, like a little more like shy and reserved but I won't ever be rude to someone whereas like Serena does not care she's rude to someone she's like well I don't really want to talk to them I don't care and like my brother's like the opposite and I'm kind of in the middle so I guess me and my brother being the younger like two I don't know that's kind of weird like yeah I don't know I wonder if it's because they're like as the youngest you're like exposed to a lot more people because it's like you're your siblings friends and like your friends and I don't know like you have to I because I just remember Natalie always wanting so bad to like hang out with me and my friends and like I and so she like was talking to people that were like much I mean six years older than her you know just like a pretty big age difference and like she and like I never had that experience like I was never talking to people that were like significantly older than me like that's had true. no reason to you know yeah. like and my friends who had older siblings like I had no desire to hang out with them because I was like I have yeah. my own freaking friends and we're little and we're playing Polly Pockets like yeah, yeah so maybe that's what it is they just like know more people yeah I think that is true because I would always want to hang out with my sister and her friends and she was so mad and her friends were like oh, yeah. let her she's cute like we'll we'll play makeup with her and I'm like why are your friends nicer to me than you are and she's like they don't know you <laughs> and like yeah I know that's such a thing and like you're at school you're like hi hi Christina like literally like yeah talking to the older girls. so cool like and then whenever we would go to summer camp like me and Serena would like put everything behind us and be besties and so I was like hanging out in the that. eighth grade girls cabin like putting glitter eyeliner on and like going to the ropes course with them and iconic too cute okay well this is our little moment for the only children because number eight is only children have trouble socializing and I'm telling you right now in my head I can come up with one person that I'm like a that where I would consider a friend that is an only child why I feel like I know no only children like I know Mm. like actual children like that go to my school that I teach at but I'm like who's an only child in my life everyone has siblings I definitely feel like I have a friend who's an only child I cannot remember who I feel like 
I'm definitely always surprised when people are like, I'm an only child. I'm like <gasps> shocked by it because yeah, it is so rare. I'm stunned. And um, but I don't ever feel like it, it's I feel like the only children's stigma needs to die because it is shaming people. Like some people may choose to have only one child for so many reasons, or they physically can only have one child. Like, and so for sure. We need to give the only children a break. I know that I had a teacher in high school who was an only child, and like she shared with us um that she felt like it was hard to be an only child because all of the burden and responsibility of like caring for her parents when they got older was put on her and that felt really lonely to her Mm -hmm. and like family vacations it was just like always her and her parents or like she would bring her friend on family vacations which I'm like you have to bring your friend on family vacation like we would like bring friends on family vacations when we were like driving to see the grandparents you know like but they're like yeah, going on you cruises. like put an extra kid in the car <laughs> yeah it's like no worries like you get you'll help out right yeah okay get in the car let's go but <laughs> like they're going on Jamaican cruises with their friends and I'm like ah, <laughs> that is so fun and I yeah. an author I really like she writes mom books and for so long no one would publish her because they would be like you have one child like should you really be writing like mom books like parenting advice yeah and she's like well I think I'm doing a good job with the child I have and yeah she's like why do I have to have 10 kids <laughs> yeah right like why do I have to have like three plus kids to be qualified to give mom advice but she always says like she had like a best they ha- she has a best friend who has like three boys and she has one girl and she, they kind of just raised them together like they were siblings and like they both go to like her and one of the boys like go to college together and they're like siblings and so I definitely feel like as an only child I feel like you would almost be better at socializing because you're hanging out with adults so much and like friends and yeah. cousins and like I feel like that's, you're probably a nicer person <laughs> I that's true and like the children that I see that are only children are really good at socializing with adults like yes. as children and I think that can be awkward when you're young but that's like such a skill to have when you get older and like yeah. once you're older it's fine because everyone's an adult like and so I feel like it can cause like speed bumps when you're like a child like I see that sometimes at school and stuff but when you get older like I mean everyone's an adult so I feel like it really evens itself out yeah, and I almost feel like you would have maybe less issues parenting that child because I know people say like one of the hard things about raising a child is they have so much like peer-to-peer influence and that can, you know, obviously that's not very wise to have like a bunch of people your own age telling you what to do. But when you are Mm -hmm. around more adults and like mentors in your life, you're getting really good life advice. Like that's true. Instead of just getting advice from like your sister who's two years older than you, like you actually seek out advice from like your parents more or like aunts or uncles or adults. And I feel like the only children I do know, like are responsible and like have their lives together. And yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. 
Um, youngest children are more playful. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's like, I don't, I actually don't think that's not true. Yeah, I, I don't want playful, is... rule breakers, charming, carefree. I mean, I do feel like my little brother is like a charming person. Like he, like people like him a lot. Like, yeah, you know. I would say charming for sure. Maybe, I don't know. Like, I just feel like that. I do think youngest children are are charming and like rule breakers a little bit, but I don't know if they're more playful. I'm like, I don't know. My brother really like never broke rules. Like he was pretty textbook, I feel like. Well, I'm like 50-50. Yeah, I guess you have, yeah, it can go either way. Um number 10, only children like attention. And interestingly enough, the only friend that I have is that is an only child was in theater in high school. <laughs> like was a I, I mean, to be fair, like mostly a techie, but also did like performed and was good at it. So maybe I have really no commentary. Yeah, I like, like I feel like I don't know that many only children to like make a call there. I'm also like, don't we all like to get attention? <laughs> like, don't oh we gosh, all? Yeah. <laughs> um, middle can. children have a hard time finding their place. I do feel like that's true for me. Mm-hmm. They seek to find interests that don't already belong to other family members. Which I yeah. feel like is very true. Like, I felt like my sister was the pink sibling and I like the purple, like the pink girl and I had to be the purple girl even though I didn't like purple I was like okay or like if she liked a certain Barbie I had to like her best friend Chelsea yeah the little Mm -hmm. Chelsea doll you know and I always had to kind of find my place there's also this other dynamic of my family where they are all blonde and I am the only brunette like when I was born they literally were like calling me like the little Eskimo baby like uh, like family members were like is she from my sister would tease me and say like I was adopted from the zoo like I was a they got me from the monkeys at the zoo because I'm just like so hairy see. and like brown hair brown eyes and they're all just like light eyes light hair and I was like <laughs> I'm literally the black sheep I'm the brown haired sheep of this family that's so funny. maybe that's also another dynamic <laughs> could be adding to it um for sure my brother no but again I don't he's not really doesn't fit into the the middle child syndrome at all so we're Um, learning that if you are the only gender then you're special I mean the outlying gender yeah revert to the youngest child yeah you (laughs) kind of have like oh like either youngest or oldest like you're just not the middle because yeah like you're it's too much of a big deal that you exist yeah to ever feel like the middle I would say I don't know I should ask him but he's I don't know I don't think he's ever acted lost a day in his life (laughs) um number 12 is firstborns seek approval 
which I think is very true for me, at least. Like I want to be doing things right. Like I want people to say, good job, queen. (laughs) I would say, but I do think we all do. I really don't think Serena has needed the approval or validation from a single person her whole life. (laughs) Like she really has always been like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. And I mean that's but I good. think we all do seek approval on some level. Like that's yeah. just a human thing, right? For sure. Middle children are people pleasers. I know for me a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Do you feel like Drew's a people pleaser? Yes. Okay. There you yeah, go. He's like allergic to conflict for sure. No, wait, number 13 is the truest statement on this list. <laughs> I'm like, uh, mic drop. <laughs> they are connected to everyone, but also worry about their place in the family and the larger world. I feel like that literally sums it up so well. Like mm. we, I feel like I was always like the mediator and like, I was a good in-between, like either my sister was friends with me that day. Cause I was the only other girl or my brother and I were friends that day and we were leaving my sister out because we were closer in age. Like, like I could go in between yeah. so quickly, but then also it's like, I have to make my parents happy and, you know, hold everyone together. I have to be the glue of this family. Suddenly I can't make anyone yeah. upset. It's all adding up. <laughs> um, Number 14. Okay. We've kind of addressed this. Only children are mature beyond their years. And like, yeah, like I do think that's true because you're with so many, like we said, you're with adults. Like I think having younger siblings enables you to stay younger, to feel younger, longer. Like my sister believed in Santa for so long. Like I, I was like the child that like was six years old. And I was like, mom, like there's no way. And she was like, which like, and she was devastated. But then like, I literally probably had, I had a decade longer of like the Santa experience because my sister was so old when she was like, finally, like Santa's not real. So I lucked out. Like, I think having younger siblings, you really, you kind of stay younger longer. Cause there's always like young stuff around you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. And you also have more, I mean, if, you have three siblings and everyone has a friend over like that's six kids you're around versus if you're an only child unless you're gonna invite six friends over like you're just kind of gonna be around them yeah like you're kind of always gonna be around adults more because like if your family I think about like when my parents would have parties growing up like me and my siblings would hang out upstairs or they would like bring the kids over and we'd hang out with them. But like most of the time, like my parents would just be like, go upstairs, hang out in your rooms. We're having a party. And like, yeah, exactly. What do you do? Like, I guess you invite your friends. You have to mingle. Yeah. You got to, you're down there at the party, like serving up hors d'oeuvres. Like that's crazy. What a life. Um, Firstborns are controlling number 15 yeah well I think bossy controlling um I think yeah I I do want to be in control of what we do because like subconsciously I'm like if I don't do it 
if I'm not controlling this and no one's, well, then we're going to be out of control. Like yeah. not at all true, <laughs> but I do think that's. Yeah, that's I feel true. like that's true for my sister. My sister can be very controlling. Yeah, it's a, it's like not the best quality to have. Like we, I need to work on it, but I think for sure. But I think I can be controlling um, in some aspects too. Yeah. <laughs> So. definitely okay friend we're almost done pals middle <laughs> children are more emotional what do you think I feel like I am more I feel like me and my brother are more emotional than my sister like well she's emotional in like a different way I feel like me and my brother have always been able to like see other people's viewpoints and like be like mm. more empathetic where she's just more tough love mm -hmm. but she does get passionate about things and gets emotional about things I think we're all just we're kind of an emotional family honestly but I do hold on to things more like if someone says something mean to me I think about it for 10 years whereas she's like yeah screw them like let's move on I don't care you know mm-hmm yeah, no, for sure, my brother is the most emotional out of the three of us, which is interesting. I mean, I don't know why, he, but he's just, like, very in touch with his emotions, which, good for him. We love that. It says they naturally seek out more intense relationships to feel validated. Ooh, and that, I think, is true for my brother because he was the only boy, so mm -hmm. like his guy friends were his brothers really because like he wanted yeah. a brother so bad and then my parents told him that they were having a girl and he was hysterically <laughs> crying and I, and I was like so excited um and I think that that was his first like wound and he has like really I mean his friends like I mean I always talk about my friends how I have my friends from childhood but he does too like he has all his friends from childhood and they still see each other and visit each other and I think um he has like really emotional and deep connections with his guy friends because he was the only boy he's like I gotta have freaking brothers I've my, my parents refused to give me one so here I am so here I am making up my family my exactly funny okay last one Firstborns are jealous. I don't think I'm jealous. Like, are you jealous for your parents' attention? Ooh, I... I think that's interesting because I am... Like, always wanting that in a way that I think my siblings don't. Because, like we said, the youngest is coddled. Like, my sister spent a lot of time with my parents. Like, she's like, okay, I'm good. Mm -hmm. My brother also kind of coddled because of the sports. Like, if you don't know, my brother was, like, a prodigy. Like, he was a really good – he played baseball, and he was, like, really good or something. And so we were always, like, <laughs> doing like things. That. I'm like, I don't really know. He was, like, pitching. So we were always, like, doing things for him. So I do think – I'm not jealous. Like, I'm not upset that my parents get attention, but – I am like, I will set up situations where I am alone with my parents because I want to hang out with them 
because I'm like, to me, it's still like a novelty to have my parents to myself. I'm like, this is like such a treat. Whereas I think my siblings are like, okay, like we've always just had time with my like mom and dad by ourselves. So I don't know if I'm jealous, but I do carve out that time because I still feel like I'm like, wow, time to myself. No siblings. I'm still craving that only child Hmm. life that I had for 18 months. See, my sister always talks about the time of being an only child was the worst time ever because she felt smothered. Like she's literally like, mm. for four years, mom never stopped hugging me. Like, oh, I was always like, leave me alone. Whereas like my parents bed shared with us. And so my sister was like, like, oh my, you're wanting to cuddle me. Like she says this, but then you look at home videos and she's like all over my mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like, I was also that way. Like I liked time with them and but I also liked my space. Like I was literally an infant in their bed, like pushing them away from me. Like I was like, I really Mm -hmm. like kind of how Paxton is honestly. Like I try to sleep with Paxton and he's like literally crawling on me. He's like, get, I need to get out of here. Like, please allow me to help. Yeah. He's like, okay. Like, why are we, why are we cuddling? Like, please get away from me. So yeah. Serena says that she's like, oh, like, it was so great when you were finally born because then mom wasn't smothering me anymore. But then I'm kind of like, I do see the little stuff where she has gotten jealous when like mom's paying attention to me and she's like, blah, like you need to get over it. Like, yeah. Blah. No, I when I will say like when my mom went to Disneyland or Disney World with my sister after she graduated high school, I was like, okay. And I did make like a lot of comments of how I would have also liked to go to Disney World. But then my mom just took me to New York City. My sister was super jealous. So I think we're like a little even. Yeah, you guys just want to go have fun. Yeah. And like, I couldn't care less when they hang out with my brother. Because that's, I don't know. Like like that Typical. (laughs) No, I'm like, okay, you're going to go watch baseball. Like, okay. Yeah, sounds great. I'm you know a little over it but that makes me realize that my mom and Roger have gone to Disneyland with my brother alone on a trip and with my sister alone on a trip like with their families and so I'm like what the bump excuse me yeah no it's your turn I mean yeah so everyone did pay their own way and I almost went I almost took Paxton it was in summer and like Nick works crazy hours in the summer. He works like 90 hours a week. So obviously Nick couldn't go. So I almost was like, should I fly to LA by myself with Paxton and go to Disneyland? But I'm like. That sounds like a lot. I'll be. I'll be responsible and not. But. Okay. Those mm-hmm. are our stereotypes. I feel like they. There could be. I think every family is so different. You could fit. Yeah. It's a mold and like try to stereotype people but I think stereotypes at the end of the day like they're tr- they're stereotypes because at some level they're true but mm-hmm. we can't just like reduce people down to those qualities because everyone has For their own sure. personality at the end of the day and their own family dynamics and everybody like I I think siblings are so interesting I I wish I would be like a researcher on siblings because I just 
you grow up and you know so many kids that have siblings and everyone's relationships with their siblings are so yeah. different. Like literally we had friends who like their their fist fight with their siblings. Like they just were so angry with their siblings all the time or they would never speak to their siblings. And and then we knew like kids who like would like kiss their siblings and we'd be like, oh my, they're too much. <laughs> like, and like they would like sit, you know, be so close to each other and and my siblings, I do think they're like the probably the most important relationships in my life because I think your siblings, nobody knows what you went through as a child on the level that your siblings do. Yeah. And that's like the biggest gift because yes. childhood is like so bizarre and like so much happens to you. And as you get older, you're like, everything I am is because of my childhood. And the only yeah. people that like will ever know that is your siblings. So I yeah. do feel like that's probably sad for only children because sometimes I just have to call my siblings and be like, like I'll say something and they just like innately know, like they're like, yes. yeah, because you know, you have so many things that you went through and yeah. so many things that only they were for, they, they were only there for. And it's like what a gift to have a little yeah. crazy playing yeah like you really can just say a single word and they know what you're talking about or mm -hmm. I also feel like this list and these stereotypes looking at 10 year old version of us versus like where we are now as like 30 26 24 20 like 18 you know like all yeah. of those ages versus when we were like all in elementary school and like under the age of 10 like I think that more of these stereotypes were probably true in childhood but as we grow up and like just see things for what they are and like have our own life experiences that shape us rather than just like this little nuclear family that we're just with 24 7 yeah, I definitely do feel like there's a difference. Like maybe what was true for me as a middle child growing up just isn't my personality at all anymore. So yeah, because you can see the bigger picture mm -hmm. once you're out of it. Yeah. Um, and there's not that power struggle. Whereas like in a family, yeah. it feels like you hold the most power depending on your position in the family or who's in trouble at the time. Like if one of your siblings is in Amen. trouble, like it's so interesting how that can shift a family dynamic so much. Like who's friends with who, who's feuding, who took my shoes, yeah. my dress, you know, like Literally. I never really got mad at my brothers for like taking something out of my closet, but like still to this day, I will see my sister oh. posting a photo and I'm like, that's my shirt. That's my blanket. Like oh. I was wondering where that went. <laughs> literally like I will see my sister's friends post pictures in my clothes and oh I'm my like gosh, hello yes. <laughs> I'm like yeah. um no. I have definitely done that where I like thought I was borrowing my sister's clothes and it's like her friend's clothes that like no, my sister fully someone and she's yeah. like you have to delete this photo like that's not even mine like that's you know and I'm like oh shoot no it's so funny yeah it's I don't know. Siblings are so interesting. My siblings fought so hard, like our whole lives until I went to college. And then all of a sudden, like, they really were like, okay, well, it's just us. Like, 
what else are we going to do? And like, then they were really good friends and now they're like, they can connect like on levels that I can't connect with them on. Um, and it's like, you know, it just, it literally the power dynamic changes so much, like just with one leaving or moving or whatever. So siblings, what would we do without them? No, yeah really it makes me excited for Paxton to have a sibling like I'm kind of yeah nervous that he won't be the my like only baby anymore and I like feel some guilt it's weird how no. you like I'm like he doesn't know what's coming like he he's gonna be so confused why I won't play with him all the time and hold him all the time and he's still just a baby maybe like we should have given him more of that. But then with a second child, you're like, I feel bad. They don't get to like have all of my attention and focus. (laughs) And then I think like, I'm really just giving them both like best friends. Like people often use the rhetoric. Like I know we want to have more kids because I want to give like our child a sibling. And I feel like that's very odd wording to be like, I'm, I want to give my firstborn a sibling. And so I'm having a second child. Like I feel like that's putting all of your focus on your first child. Whereas yeah, I'm like, no, I want our family to look this way. Like I want to be at Thanksgiving 20 years from now and have these seats filled and, you know, Mm -hmm. and so yeah, when people do that, I'm like, no, that's going to be a very interesting fun. (laughs) Yeah. 20 months, Jordan. Oh yeah. 20 months. Sorry. Sorry, Lucy. Yeah. Wait, but you and Drew were in like one graduating class apart. No, we're in two because I am like, I started school very young and he started school older. Like he's old for his class and I'm young for my class. So it was just, yeah. So it was, well, partially Drew's fault because my (laughs) he was a very needy baby and I was obviously still very small when he was born yeah and so my parents put me in school when I was two so they really thought (laughs) I started preschool at age two so that they could have like a little time um and so they just were like she can go to school like she can go to kindergarten young because she's been in school for a long time and that's true and and I also think like being two years apart was really or two like grades apart was really important for us because we there like we knew the same people but we weren't like Mm -hmm. trying to be friends with the same people like I don't know yeah like it was never like oh like like Drew's popular you know like or like we're trying to like have the attention because he was like significantly like behind me so I was like yeah I don't care what that man's doing (laughs) he was like I don't care what Jordan's doing yeah I'm very curious about like the brother dynamic that they'll have being closer because Pax was born in July and then this baby will be born in March when was Drew born and I'm June and Drew's March is Drew March okay so maybe well I guess it just depends on when we send Paxton to school because they could I feel like July is like that awkward age because I guess he would be five entering kindergarten and baby boy would be because I mean technically like Pax is 20 2021 this baby's 2023 so like on paper it looks like two years but Pax will be five he would have just barely turned five in July so he will start kindergarten five years old and he will end kindergarten five years old 
Yeah. So you have the option to not, I'm like, this could be off the podcast, but no, you have the, <laughs> no, I think the listeners want to know. <laughs> you have the option to hold him and like send Holy him six. as a six-year-old because as long as he doesn't turn seven, he'll be the right age. So it's yeah. like a really, summer birthdays are really not dicey, but it's like parent choice, like will. And a lot of times boys, a lot of times girls get sent because it's like it's better socially for girls to be smaller and younger and like they do because they mature faster but boys it's worse for them to be smaller because of sports and so a lot of times boys get and they mature slower so a lot of times boys get held because their parents are like we don't want them to be the smallest in the class and then girls get sent because I mean, the patriarchy, I guess. Who cares if they're the smallest in the class? I don't know. But yeah, that's like, that's a big conversation in kindergarten. It's like, when do you send your kid? And how do you know when your kid needs to go to school? When they have a summer birthday? That's like the book by Malcolm Glad- Gladwell. Um, Why Others Succeed and Others Don't. Like the book about success. Mm-hmm. And he talks about that theory of like, why some people go. He talks about like the NHL or like, um the national hockey league and how like he researched a certain amount of people and like who had summer birthdays and literally that made a difference on who played professional hockey because of when they went to school like you were saying like so if Pax Mm -hmm. goes at five like his whole life could be completely different if we waited till he was six like that's another whole year of us reading at home of us Mm -hmm. playing at home together of him like learning at home with me and then going to school and these kids are like we just are five you know so then yeah, this baby exactly Pax would go when he was six and this baby would be five because if Paxton turned six in July this baby would turn wait my brain hurts <laughs> so like when this baby's born Paxton will still be one and then it'll be a few yeah. months and he'll turn six. So does that mean this baby will be four and Paxton will be six when Paxton it goes depends to school? On, or... It depends on the time of year because there's always a time of year where Drew and I are one year apart. Yeah. And then there's a time when he turns. So in March next month, he will turn. Right now, we're two years apart. I'm 25 and he's 23, but next month he'll turn 24. And then until June will only be that one year. So it's a weird, 20 months is weird. It's like kind of weird because it's like, it seems like, oh yeah, like we're two years apart, but we're not for a lot Mm -hmm. of the year, but we are in school because he started younger and I started younger and he started older. So I don't know. It's it's all going to be interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. They will have such an interesting sibling dynamic. And like for Nick, Nick has a brother. And they are total opposites. And they're like six years apart. They're really far apart and they are complete opposites. And so like growing up, it was like they had nothing in common and just like. I mean, That's I obviously crazy. wasn't there. I don't want to speak for it, but like the stories they tell. Whereas these <laughs> like boys, we're vibing. Yeah, I'm like, that would be kind of awkward if they're like so close in age and like. But I think the closeness in age like fosters like 
a relationship because Drew and I have like not not really anything in common besides the fact that we're friends like besides the fact that we just have always been around so like we just have always had to be friends you know like yeah we really are very different so I think that's I really think like 20 months is the key and then and then having a baby like for me the the age difference between both of my siblings is perfect because Drew is like my friend and Natalie is my baby because she was so much younger that I she wasn't like annoying to me like she wasn't like my sister's like you know, doing whatever. I was like, oh, a, a baby is in my house. <laughs> my cute yeah. little, not until we were like much older. I mean, not really ever. Cause she was like in junior high when I went to college. So like she was, she was a baby. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. A nugget. So that's literally Serena and Nick that like Serena sees me as a friend. I mean, mm-hmm. for a while I was her baby cause we're four years apart, but then quickly yeah. it was like, okay, like we're a squad. And then my brother is six years younger than her. So like, yeah, like she cut his umbilical cord. Like my sister, uh, like, like she's literally she's like, like my, my child. <laughs> and I'm like, like, I literally, when they asked me if I wanted to hold him when he was born, I was literally like, where's my dad? Like, I'm like, I'm the baby. Like I was literally still in diapers <laughs> and they're like, do you want to hold your baby brother? And I'm like, dad, <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, get him away from no. me. Yeah. And later on, we became friends. Like I drove him to school every day in high school, but and we were like more friends than like. But my sister really is like, he is my child, and my mom's like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, that's yeah, that's so funny. Oh, well, siblings! I know. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. Oh, you know how it goes. Right, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.